Hey y'all, welcome. This is Barbara Jarabek bringing you the very first of my podcast, The Marvel of My Ordinary Life. I am so nervous. It's like the first day of school times a million. I'm like, is the microphone too close to my face, too far away? Should I be talking sideways? Should I back it over here? I don't know. The dog sitting behind me, will she start to gag during the broadcast? I don't know. I don't know. So we're just going to give it a try and begin. For those of you who don't know me, I don't know how you found this, but yay, you're here. So I hope you're going to enjoy the stories I had a lot of crazy things growing up. I had chickens in the closet, a deer sleeping on the bed. My brother had an alligator in my bathtub. And I will get to all of those stories and share them with you. And the drama continues with goats and chickens now. You can all thank Zara. She's now a big fifth grader for me starting these podcasts. She was the one who suggested I share my stories through them. Zara and her mom stopped over for lunch after the last day of school We were sitting outside and Zara was like, oh, Barbara, you should do a podcast. And I was like, what's a podcast? And she just looked at me and then she looked at her mom like, mom, what's wrong with Barbara? I was like, is it? Is it kind of like a FaceTime or YouTube kind of thing? She's like, no, no, Barbara. It's just like people talking, you know, podcast. And I was like, ah, yeah, no, I don't know anything about those. And anyway, what would I talk about? And she's like, all the stories. You always have a story for us when we came to the garden. So I'm going to give it a try. The first story is everybody's favorite to tell them about Bambi, our pet deer. So go ahead, get comfortable, get settled, and I shall begin. Once upon a time, when I was about seven years old, I lived in Los Altos Hills. Mostly people did not have fences, anything like that. And on this particular summer day, I was off at my first, like, not sleepaway camp, but, you know, spend the day away camp. So I was off at that while my brother... Johnny, my sister, Nancy, Nancy was the oldest, Johnny was the middle, were off hiking on the hill with our dog named Blackie. Yes, she was a little black dog. She's so cute. She was a cockapoo. She was Cocker Spaniel Poodle. Johnny and Nancy were up on the hill behind the house. The hill like had poison oak and trees and bushes and forts and tree swing. You could play hide-and-go-seek for hours. It was so much fun. They were up on the hill with Blackie. Blackie put her ears up, went running off into the bushes, and they were like, what has she found? What has she found? And then they could hear her, and she was like, oh, you know, roof, roof, come look what I found. And they went into the bushes, and what do you think they found? Mm Mm-hmm. They found a baby deer. But they were just kids. They were like, oh, it's all by itself. It must be lost. No, no, no. The mama had left it there while she went to get something to eat and drink. And it was probably a day or two old. It had all the little spots on it. And the reason they have the spots, guys, think about it. Why would a deer have spots? They have spots to hide themselves. And it looks like um, the light coming through the branches makes little dappily spots, little bright spots on the ground from where the light shines through the leaves. And the spots on the back of a baby deer resemble those spots. So if a predator, something that's looking for something to eat, walks by, it just might walk right by the deer and not even notice. So Nancy and Johnny scooped up the baby deer, 
brought it home. Right about this time, I come home from my day of camp. I walk into the kitchen. There's this gigantic cardboard box on the floor with the baby deer in it. And I'm just like looking at it going, Mom, why is there a baby deer in the kitchen? I was like, okay, this is awesome, but why? Why is this deer in the kitchen? My mom was on the phone and she was making, you know, the shh, shh motion with her finger over her lips. And she was on the phone talking to her brother, Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry was a veterinarian and she was nodding her head. Yes, Uncle Jerry. Yes. No, I know they shouldn't have brought it home, but they did. So what do we feed it? Yes, Uncle Jerry, I know we shouldn't have brought it home. Yes, you do not bring wild animals home. I know this. They've made a mistake. We won't do it again. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. I will go and get some. Off to the store she went, came back. And guys, I don't even remember what it was, but it was like some kind of special milk made for animals. Like you cannot give them cow milk. Because of Uncle Jerry, we knew what to do. We got baby bottles. We filled them up with this special milk and we took turns feeding Bambi and Bambi was hungry. So later that night, my mom sat down and had the talk with us and she goes, you cannot be bringing wild animals home. We're going to have to see if we can get Bambi to go back. Nancy and Johnny would go up to the hill and I was like, okay. Hey, I'll come too. But I was little and I was always like tripping and falling. I was, I was such a crybaby. I cried about everything. I was like, oh, you guys are leaving me. Oh, you guys wait for me. Anyway, so up the hill we went. And we're like, okay, hide behind a tree. Okay, Bambi's not looking. Run back down the hill. And of course, Bambi was like, boing, 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 hopping like this is the best game ever, running back down the hill with us. So we tried that a bunch of times and it didn't work. So when we went back to the house, we were going in the house when we heard this like, bah, bah. it sounded like a sheep. And like, really, when have you ever heard a deer make a sound? This sounded like a sheep. We turned around. There's the mom deer at the end of the driveway. And we had a really long driveway. And it was at the end of the driveway calling for its baby. And Bambi was like, uh, I only just met you. I don't know who you are. Bambi did not understand it was his mom because we'd been feeding him. And so he was like, oh, well, these people have fed me for what, like a whole day and a half or whatever it's been. So I don't think so. I'm just going to stay with them. And the mom was so disappointed. She's like, no, come. And she kept trying to come up the driveway, but then she'd kind of panic and walk back down and kept calling and calling. And we kept closing the door and just shoving Bambi outside, but he wouldn't go back. Nope. Mm -mm, not going back up there. So... That night, everybody kind of had a sad sleep because we were torn between, like, we want to enjoy this baby deer. My mom and dad are mad at us because we shouldn't have brought it home. The mama deer was sad. So the next day, we woke up, fed the deer, and we didn't lock it up. It was kind of, like, funny. We just had him outside with our dog, Blackie. After the mom didn't take Bambi back, we just decided, well, we will never lock Bambi up. We'll just let him hang outside with the dog and if he gets the chance, maybe the mom will come again and he'll go back up the hill. That never happened. It ended up where Bambi and Blackie the dog would come to the end of the driveway when the school year started and our carpool would come to get us and there's our dog and our deer and the deer by this time is as big as the dog. Not huge, but you know, pretty big. 
and they would sit there and wait in the driveway. We'd get in the car and drive away, and they'd chase the car for just a little bit, like maybe five seconds, and then Blackie would be like, okay, come on, that's all we do. Come on, let's go back to the house. And Bambi would trit-trot, trit-trot, and follow uh, Blackie back to the house. That went on for at least probably a month or so, when one day... After my mom had waved goodbye, the dog and the deer had chased the car and were heading back up the driveway. This lady comes into the driveway. Like, where does this lady come from that she's been watching this happen? But she comes into the driveway with a leash and a collar. And she starts going, come here, come here. And she tries to catch Bambi. And my mom looks out and says, oh, Bambi, Blackie, come on home. And both the deer and the dog turn and come boing, go boing, go boing, running up the driveway to home. This lady was like, oh, sorry, I didn't know it was yours. Never mind. Thank you. And she was all embarrassed and she just left. So she did not try that again. But, but we knew to be careful because it never occurred to us that someone would try to take our deer. So school had been going on for a bit and everybody had heard about our deer and everybody wanted to meet Bambi. So we brought him to show and tell, of course, as one does. When it came my turn to walk into my classroom, Bambi was just walking up and down the aisles, like sniffing people. And everybody's like, can I pet him? And we're like, yeah, you can pet him. And then I remember he pooped in my classroom and I was so embarrassed. Because what, like what, when you're seven years old, guys, how old is that? Like first grade? Second grade, whatever it was, I was pretty embarrassed. I remember thinking, oh, Bambi, how could you? <laughs> Not in my class. Then we put him in the car, drove back home. That was always an event, too. People are always like, oh, my gosh, there's a deer in that car. Funny things used to happen when we had him at home. Like my sister would let him jump in her window at night and sleep on her bed. She was like, oh, this is so fun. So there was a box outside her window. She took the screen off, would open the window. Bambi would jump on that, jump right in the window, and jump and sleep on her bed unless he got hungry. And then he'd walk around the house eating all the house plants. My mom would always be like, Nancy, did you have the deer in the house last night? My sister would be like, of course not. Mm -mm, why would I do that? And my mom says, well, because there's deer poop in the house, honey, and the plants are getting eaten. And then my sister would be like, okay, yeah, maybe I did. My mom and dad were so patient. Oh my gosh, you guys, they never got mad about any of that stuff. It just kind of was like normal to have a deer running around the house. And talk about running around. We used to play games with him. We'd like kind of slap him on the butt or give him a push and then we'd run and he'd chase us and he'd headbutt us like okay tag you're it and then he'd run away jumping and kicking which was all great when he was itty bitty but then he got antlers and he was getting these little nubs sticking out of his head and he, he would poke you with them even though they were only a couple of inches long it really hurt so obviously then we knew he was a boy my parents were really starting to get concerned, like, we're going to have to get rid of him. We're going to have to do something. He can't live in the, you know, house with antlers. He can't be He can't be chasing you kids with antlers. We have to find him a better, you know, situation. And obviously, guys, that would be for him to go back to nature. So number one, we took him all the way up to a um, family from our school's house. And they were much further up into the hills, probably four or five miles at least from our house. And I remember putting him in the car, driving him to their house. 
And there was two girls in the house, one my age and one my sister's age, and they were like so excited to have Bambi. He's just going to stay at your house and then in the morning, maybe just let him go and see if he'll go up into the hill behind your house. So that day at school, she went around telling everybody the deer had left our house because it didn't like us anymore. She was a mean girl and that it had um, run away to her house. Well, she should watch out what she says. The mom said he was like really scared and was kind of like, you know, where's my family? And just took off running. So we were really sad when her mom called and said, well, I don't know if he's gone back to nature, but he's gone. And we were just like, oh, I hope this works out. Later in the week, my mom gets a call from the local public elementary school. And what do you think they say? This is the receptionist at Parisima Public School. We have a deer in our front office, and one of the boys, who's your neighbor, says it belongs to you. My mom was like, Bambi, I'll be right there. So somewhere I have a picture of a newspaper article of this deer in this elementary school, just hanging out in the front office, waiting for his mom to pick him up. So my mom gets him, opens the car door, and guys, he's big by now. He's got like, you know, antlers starting, and he just kind of ducks and climbs into the back seat and lays down, and my mom drives him home. Then my dad was like, we have to find him a home. We've got, He can't just keep coming home. And by the way, when he came home, he had to cross over a freeway. Like, how did he know how to come home? How? How does that even work? Like, I love that stuff, you guys. Like, nature is so crazy. You put a deer in a car, drive it to someone else's house, like miles and miles away, and somehow, within like three days, it finds its way back home. It's so cool. So anyway, he comes back home, and my dad says, you know what we're going to have to do? I have a friend in the Santa Cruz Mountains who has a Boy Scout camp. It's a big, 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 like hundreds of acres of um, redwoods. If we take them, I've already called them, and if we take them to their camp, we can let him go, and he'll hopefully be able to go back to nature. Off we went. It was like on a weekend, and the whole family's in the car, and we drive there. And at first, it was really exciting because there was like a creek and frogs and newts and Bambi was like, oh my gosh, best life ever, walking in the creek and all. And we thought, this is so cool. But then we had to go. So we got in the car, and Bambi couldn't get in the car. We had to kind of push him out. It's like, no, Bambi, you can't come. Then it kind of dawned on all of us. We were saying goodbye. And my dad said, just close the doors and don't look at him. And of course, we're going to look at him. You know, we're kids. We're not going to be like, okay, don't look at him. So we're staring out the back window as we started to drive, and Bambi starts to chase the car. My mom's crying. All the kids are crying. My dad is like, don't look, don't look. And he just starts going faster and faster. And it's kind of like this really, really, really bumpy dirt road. And we're just like, boom, 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 boom. And all the dust is flying up. And Bambi is just, you know, running his very fastest, trying to keep up. And we finally get out of sight. And we are crying our eyes out. Dad, dad, go back. He misses us. He doesn't know what's happening. And my dad was like, you know, I'm sorry, kids. I hate to be the bad guy, but we can't go back. He needs to go back to nature. 
So he said, I promise I'll bring you back next week and we'll come to visit. Of course, we thought, well, he's never going to be there. But sure enough, we went the next week and we started calling Bambi, Bambi, and boinga, 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 boing. There he was, so happy to see us. The man said he'd been hanging around, kind of venturing off into the bushes and all, but he was definitely still around. So we thought, okay, that's so cool. Like he's hanging out at the house, so he feels like he has a family and he's off running around in the daytime. So that's great. We all felt really good about that. So it came time to go. We get in the car. Oh my gosh, you guys. Here we go again. We're driving away. Boing, 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 boing. He's trying to chase us. And here we go, all crying again. Dad, dad, dad. Nope. My dad just by now just books it on out of there and we go home. And it was like about probably an hour drive. So we get home. My dad said, we'll visit next week. Don't worry. So we visited for three weeks and every single time he was there and we'd play with him and it was super fun and nice. Then the fourth week came. Oh my gosh, guys. Fourth week came and we went and called him. Bambi. Nothing. Bambi. Nothing. We're like, oh no. Bambi, Bambi. He had like always worn a little bell so we could find, you know, where, partly so people would know he was a pet and partly so we could find him and we heard nothing. Then very, very faintly up on the hill, we heard tink a tink a tink, tink a tink a tink. And we looked up on the hill and what do you think we saw? Yep, there was Bambi. And Bambi had a beautiful doe, that's a female deer, beautiful doe with him. And he was like, yeah, sorry, I can't bring her down. She's afraid of humans, so I'm going to live up here because she's my family now. And he looked at all of us from the top of the hill, and he just stood there for a while looking at us. Like, what the world? I, I wonder what he must have thought. I don't know. And he turned, and he disappeared over the top of the hill with this female and that was it. He went away with his girlfriend. And that was the last time we ever saw Bambi. Hey, I hope you guys liked that story. Um, if you did, there are so many more to come. I, I just sit here trying to think, which do I tell you next about the alligator in the bathtub? That was a thing about the neighbor's dog that would carry our chickens around in its mouth. How about the chickens in the closet or the pet rats who got lost in the wall? Oh my gosh, you guys, so many stories. And they're all true and all completely hysterical. Look on my Instagram account, and I'm going to try to find some of the pictures that match up with the stories I'm talking about. I won't have all of them. If you have a favorite story I've told you in the past, and you want to hear it again, please send me an email at themarvelofmyordinarylife at gmail.com. If you have suggestions, like you're like, Barbara, what is your scariest animal story or your, your funniest or what animals do you have now? Those kinds of things. Just ask me. So that is all for our very first podcast. Yay us. Woohoo. See you later. Bye.